Hello, and welcome to Good Film Hunting, the podcast where two sisters who live in different parts of the country talk about movies. We are actually together <laughs> again. I feel like we're always together when we talk. Um, but right now we are in Edinburgh, Scotland, so in a very different place, not the United States. Um, I'm going to let Eleanor tell you what we're going to talk about today. So, on this trip, so we started by flying into Dublin, we traveled throughout Ireland, went to Northern Ireland and Belfast, and then came over here in Edinburgh. Along the way, we've been watching movies, television, like at night when we're tired or when we're on buses. So what we're going to do today is an eclectic collection review of what we have watched, which has ranged from shows Annie downloaded on her (laughs) iPad, including Amazon's Man in the High Castle and the reality... Quasi, it's not a reality show, but I feel like it's from a reality network, maybe. Is it an e-network? It's from Bravo. My apologies. Um, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, which she downloaded from Netflix. And um, we got to Edinburgh, and Cheaper by the Dozen was on TV. You know, the Steve Martin, Bonnie Hunt movie. It had been a long time since I had watched Enjoyed. We also watched Austin Land on the recommendation of Annie's roommate, Mad, which we do not recommend moving forward. And we watched Brooklyn. Did I I miss anything? No. No, that was a pretty good overview. All right, so from the past week, what's been your favorite pop culture moment, Annie? Um, So I feel like we've been kind of like outside of pop culture, but maybe one of my favorite moments was um, Eleanor and I were in Belfast, and we saw a bunch of street art that had to do with the Troubles, and I thought that was really amazing because I, I love street art and um, I love when it tells a story and it was very clearly telling a story. So I think that's my favorite. All right. I read a book on the recommendation of a friend called When a Monster Calls. It was really beautiful and I would highly recommend it. Um, it's one of those children's books that can easily work for adults as well. It's very similar in my mind to Wonder in that it makes you think but it also has fantastical elements and clearly has very allegorical elements so in that sense I would recommend it so radical honesty Annie how do we want to begin (laughs) our overview of what we've watched should we start with the bad or the good maybe the bad first let's start with the bad yeah what has been the oh we also watched part of a royal Christmas on Netflix yes. starring Lacey Chabert, who I said probably cries herself to sleep every night knowing what has become of her career. You can also watch Christian Mingle on Netflix, which she stars in, yes. the romantic yes. comedy. But tell me tell me your thoughts. So there, the worst thing that we've watched while here, I mean, I think there's a, pre, well, no, it's a tie, really. Awesome. Um, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce is pretty bad. I got, like, strangely into the first season because I must have been, like, packing or something in June and it was on Netflix, so I played the first season and I wasn't really paying attention, but I got invested in the characters, so when I saw the second season on Netflix, I downloaded it for this trip and as Eleanor and I watched together, I've realized just how terrible of a TV show it is. I mean, I had never seen it before. Annie had vaguely brought it up and it is really horrendous. I mean, like, quasi-offensive, we no. so bad. 
Um, the plots don't make sense. It's one of those things you watch and you're like, did they have a script supervisor? And according to the credits, they did. But then you wonder, what went wrong? Because something went so terribly, terribly wrong. And all of the people in it are kind of the people, at least that in Los Angeles, that I cannot stand to surround myself with. And that they have kind of like this self-obsession, but an inability to listen or to empathize with anyone else. That's my takeaway from, from that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty terrible. And then, because we were on this, like, kick of being in the British Isles, we decided when Austin Land came up that we would watch it. Um, Austin Land, as a suggestion on Netflix. Yeah. So, Austin Land is a terrible movie with Carrie Russell, and she plays this woman who's, like, truly disgustingly obsessed with Jane Austen, and I love Jane Austen. I read Pride and Prejudice about once a year. But I am not nearly as bad as this woman. So she decides to go to Austin Land, where for a couple of weeks she can pretend to be in the Regency era, and the women who go to this Austin Land are promised to fall in love with one of the characters, and she thinks that she's just like, oh, I'm going to be beyond this, I just need to like live it out and get it over with. Well, she ends up falling in love, but my favorite line in the whole movie came at the end. Do you remember what she said as she was leaving the airport, Eleanor? And we were like, we need to say this. No, I actually don't. It was something like, I'm out, Britain, or... Oh, yeah, and you were like, that's what I'm going to do at the airport. And I was like, so American. You're so American right now. So when I'm in Heathrow, heading home in just a few days at this point, I'm going to stand upon my luggage and say, I'm out, England, you, the United Kingdom, I give up. Um, but I've loved the United Kingdom, so I'm not out. I'll be back. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was really, really awful. It was one of those ones, again, where I was like, theoretically, they have a script supervisor, but I don't see that person working. I don't know if that person deserved their paycheck. It's also apparently based on a book, and it makes me nervous as someone who likes to read. And, like, occasionally, I'll admit it, I read books that are not high literature or particularly edifying in any grand moral sense. But it was trash. Ultimate <laughs> trash. And it makes me nervous that that's what people read. Also, I was never a big Jane Austen fan, but you I and Mom are Jane huge Austen. Jane Austen yeah. fans. And I've realized it makes me anxious to be around people who want to be transported and live very explicitly in a different era. So here's the thing. The fact that I love Jane Austen does not mean I want to live in another era. I'm just going to put that out there. I love Jane Austen... Because she, I think in a lot of times, describes what I'm feeling so I can relate to her characters. But beyond that, I don't want to go back to Regency England. We were talking about the fact that in Regency England, though, you do know, like, the intentions of everything. Eleanor and I, I feel like, cannot figure that out in our own lives sometimes. But in Regency England, it was very clear whether a man was courting someone. It was clear whether or not he was interested or not interested. And here in modern days, it's like, are we hanging out? Are we going out? Are we an item? Do you like me? There's all... That's cute. That's a phrase I haven't heard in a while. I like it. I like it a lot. So there's just all of those questions. And in Regency England, you wouldn't have had that. Which is sad. So, Eleanor, should we talk... Should we 
take a break with our new middle segment. Yeah. Okay. So first we're going to describe our new middle segment. So as we're here in the United Kingdom in Ireland watching the terrible TV show, as we've already described, of Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, two characters, the, the main character who's divorcing her husband, um, they get back together for a little bit, blah, blah, blah. And they have this this thing that they say to each other where they're like radical honesty and they just like can say whatever they want to to the other one and so Eleanor and I in making fun of it have decided that we will be radically honest in the middle of our podcast so it might be radically honest toward each other which might be fun for you guys to hear a squabble um to hear what is annoying us about the other one or it might just be us being radically honest about the world that we live in so Eleanor do you want to be radically honest first um, am I supposed to be angry at you? Is that like what radical honesty? You could air some grievances, or you could just get something off your chest towards me or towards the, the world in general. Some deep-seated thing. Okay, radical honesty. I should have been more upset when anyone who associated with music died in 2016, but they didn't mean anything to me. Oh, that was pretty radical. <laughs> um, radical honesty. Everybody is bemoaning 2016 is like the worst year on record ever. And I had a pretty good 2016. Eleanor and I were talking about our words, and I feel like I came out of 2016 more confident and more excited about being young and alive and blah, 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 blah. So I had a great 2016, and that's, I feel like, radical honesty, because most people would be like, but this happened, and this happened, and this happened. And all of those terrible things did happen. But 2016, man, sorry to see you go. 2017, you're going to be the best ever. Okay, do you want to lead us in with our good movies? So, the ones, well, one of them wasn't a movie, but we did watch Man in the High Castle, which I'll always remember because you tried to put it on in order to block the sounds of a beating that we witnessed in Ireland. Um, Maybe we want to talk about that. I guess it's true. We should share this pretty traumatic experience for everyone involved, um, in which we had to involve our younger brother in calling the police in Ireland. We were unable to really reach because we didn't have reception, but we had Wi-Fi, so we were able to FaceTime our younger brother, who called the police for us. Um, But it was pretty scary. So that will be memorable for that. Um, We also stumbled upon Cheaper by the Dozen on television. Hadn't watched it in years. Was very pleasantly surprised. Um, Because Steve Martin is so great. Also, little Sarah something, the dancer. I'm glad to know that she now has a career... Promoting Coke in videos. Coke, the drink, not the drug. And um, I made Annie watch Brooklyn because that was on Netflix. So tell us your thoughts about Brooklyn. I thought Brooklyn was a really beautiful movie, both in like theme and and the language that they use, but also the cinematography. I think they did a great job showing Ireland, but also Brooklyn being kind to both of them um and especially now after having been to Ireland I feel of course I don't understand it all the way but those little towns 
you know, I, like, I get it, that, like, they would all know each other, and that it's a very small town, and we're talking small town in Ireland, and they would have a market and, and a square in the middle, and everyone would go there, and everyone would know each other, um, in a way that I didn't get before, so that was cool, but Brooklyn was really beautiful, their love story is absolutely ador- adorable, I want to find my own Tony, because he was... You liked the little brother the best of all. Annie, yes. Annie liked the little brother the best of all. Yes, Frankie was my favorite character because he was just real. He was very real. He was an eight-year-old little brother who didn't pull punches, who wasn't interested in making anybody else happy. He was just going to be himself. Yeah, you got it. How, what are your thoughts on Brooklyn? I really, I really think it's a beautiful movie, and in part because it was a movie that got awards consideration I should say and it was great because it's a female centered story and it's not just about romance it's mostly about like her navigating her own way in the world and but it's a very small story it's not like a great man story but in it you can read in the generations of immigration to the United States which I feel like is and I hadn't seen it in over a year, and then rewatching it kind of in the current political context, um, through a particular, I would say, socio-political lens, it becomes that much more clear. And for me, it recalled being at a speech recently with Melody Hobson, and she was talking about how she's been in meetings with high-level like American politicians, one of them whom was who an uh, Italian-American senator who had to flee Mussolini's Italy with his family, but yet cannot comprehend how to allow people fleeing violence from other places in the world who do not look European into the United States. And I was like, again, it's hard to me that there's that, there's very clearly a disjuncture. Interesting. (laughs) Eleanor went real deep with that one. Um, Yeah, no, Brooklyn was and is a beautiful movie. I want to watch it again. I feel like I'll get more out of it. I was a little bit tired when we watched it. I was truly, like, falling asleep. Okay. And then Man in the High Castle. Before Cheaper by the Dozen, shall we finish with Cheaper by the Dozen? I'm done speaking about those. So tell us your thoughts. Oh, you spoke very little on those. I guess that's how I'm going to be. That's how it'll be. Okay. So, Man in the High Castle, so good. I want to watch again. I can't wait to binge. It's also so funny because I watched it here and on the plane. I downloaded it onto the iPad. And my roommate, Mad texted me and was like have you seen it yet and I was like oops I have finished and it turns out she has finished as well so it was something that we watched together we'll probably re-binge it together and I think we'll get more out of it I'm a little bit confused about the end I'm not sure where it's going to go because the war definitely won't happen but like maybe will happen later um but I mean I guess they're going to have to live in a post-Hitler world which in their case is huge and uncertain so Anyway, I did think it gave an interesting view of the Americans dropping the nuclear weapon on Hiroshima and Nagasaki and the fact that they were like, in this other universe, this happened and it was terrible and we can't let that happen again. We can't let it get to a place where we are destroying whole cities with one bomb. I thought that was interesting. Okay, 
cheaper by the dozen. It's delightful. The old movie, even better, spells on their toes, might be my favorite because it tries to be a musical and it's like not. Um, but super fun anyway. Oh my gosh, there's a dog in here. And the dog is really cute and has a coat on. Eleanor snarling <laughs> at the dog. Um, okay, but yeah, no, it's good. And it's interesting here, Eleanor and I were both commenting how TV watching, um, especially like BBC One, BBC on Christmas Day here in the UK is definitely a thing and they they play all the same movies every year, like classics, but also not classics like Cheaper by the Dozen and they have the Queen's Address and all of these things so people just kind of have the TV on all day, um, which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Are you going to say anything else? No. Okay, so then we should talk about where in the world we want to go. Yeah. Okay, you go first. I think right now I'd love to have more time in Scotland, and I'd love to go to the Orkney Islands, but possibly when it's warmer, because I don't handle cold well. I'm essentially wearing everything I own and everything I brought with me. It's true. Eleanor does not do very well in cold. So um, I would have to agree. I would love to stay in Scotland longer and go up to the Highlands and really hike. We did a little bit of a hike today, but I would love to do more. So maybe stay here. Okay. We should sign off. You say goodbye, Eleanor. Goodbye. (laughs) Eleanor is so full of energy right now and goodwill toward me. It's great. Anyway, we will talk to you guys all later. Signing off from Scotland.